0: Hi everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Locked On Nittany Lions, your Penn State podcast, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today is Wednesday, August 12th, 2020, the day after decision day from the Big Ten. We're going to get into all the latest details from the Big Ten Conference and what it means for Penn State moving forward into the fall, a fall without football. It's going to be very weird. We have lots of ground to cover. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire. Happy to be with you here, as always, even under these conditions. Before we dive right in, I want to make sure you're staying up to date with this podcast by subscribing on whatever podcasting app you're using to listen to us today. Whether it's Apple iTunes or Spotify, whatever you use to listen to podcasts, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And then when the episode's over, leave a rating and leave a review. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. You can also stay socially connected with us on all the social media platforms from Facebook to Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch by using the username LockedOnNitny. That's all the stuff I got. We got a lot of ground to cover. Let's get right into it. It is the day around the Big Ten that a lot of people were fearing, and I think a lot of people were kind of expecting was eventually going to happen. The kicking of the can can only go so far, and on Tuesday afternoon, the Big Ten has officially announced that it is postponing all fall sports for 2020. This, of course, is highlighted by the postponement of the Big Ten football season, which had already been cut down to 10 conference-only games about a week ago. And now that season is going to be officially put on ice with the hope of potentially playing football in the spring. Lots of stuff to get into with this decision. But of course, this is the latest development in the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic world we're living in with regard to sports. This also came out on the same day that President Donald Trump, again, voiced his uh, support for playing college football This season saying that it would be tragic if there is no college football. Well, the tragedy has struck. And to be clear, I don't like using the word tragic or tragedy when we're talking about the cancellation of sports, given the nature of what we're actually dealing with around the country right now. The Big Ten certainly felt like it was their best decision, their best interest to put sports on hold a little bit longer and hopefully being able to return to some sense of normalcy in the spring. Given the latest health information that is out there, it doesn't look as though the Big Ten is confirming that they are scared off, for lack of a better phrase, by the heart condition that has been popping up here with this COVID-19. Although more information certainly seems to be spreading by the minute, this story could very well change by the time you hear this story. But while the Pac-12, and we'll talk about them a little bit later in this episode, while the Pac-12 has addressed that heart condition, from covid19 the big 10 hasn't necessarily uh, gone all in with that decision making so where do we stand right now as of now there is no big 10 football to be played and of course there will be no other big 10 fall sports for the upcoming season i don't know how many of those sports are going to be, th- uh, be able to be played in the spring but we do know that this is just the latest development and it could just once again be the latest domino to fall We're going to talk a little bit about this more as this podcast goes on. But I do want to put it out there that Penn State, uh, representatives of Penn State from their players and head coach James Franklin, there's been a lot of support on the social media streams over the last couple of days about trying to push to make sure the season is played. As far as Penn State is concerned, It looked as though things were going pretty well. Obviously, they weren't 100% clean of positive testing when doing the COVID-19 test, but uh, there was a lot of comfort, I think, in how Penn State was going about and preparing for the upcoming season, uh, taking care of all the players, keeping in mind social distancing, extra precautions as far as equipment. Uh, You've you've probably seen the photos of the football practices that were being uh, held with the extended face guard on the helmet which I guess is going to continue on in the spring. We'll see where we stand at that point in time. This obviously stinks for a variety of reasons. And I guess laughter is the best medicine if you can find reasons to laugh about anything right now. But this is a real tough situation right now for a lot of players because we don't know how many players are going to come back in the spring. Again, another thing we're going to be talking about in the days to come and later on in this episode. So losing your fall season right now, It's a gut punch for a lot of players, a lot of fans, obviously, and of course, the the local economy around State College. Uh, Obviously, fans weren't going to be attending games in Beaver Stadium, so the local economy was already going to be taking a serious hit without the the flocks of fans making their pilgrimage to Happy Valley. Uh, But obviously, not having any fall sports is going to just be another huge dent in the coffers for a lot of people. And that is very unfortunate. And that is one of the big concerns. And it's a big reason why this has become a little bit more of a political point over the last couple of days, too. And you've seen more politicians coming out and supporting the idea of playing college football because, yes, it's it's devastating not to have football right now for the university, but that spreads to the local economy. These are not all big metropolitan cities that these colleges are playing in. You know, obviously, Ohio State plays in Columbus, but not uh, everybody in the Big Ten is playing in a huge metropolitan area the way some other schools out there and around the country may be doing. And this is, of course, certainly the case at Penn State. It's not a big, uh, it's not a big area, <laughs> state college. It is very much a quintessential college town uh, by the definition of college town. So. This is very unfortunate, and it's just something we'll continue to try and explore, and obviously there's probably lots of stories that can come out of this, and the news is changing very quickly. So we'll we'll try to stay on top of it as much as we possibly can. You can rest assured here that the Locked on Nittany Line podcast is still going to go forward and try to continue to cover the, the Penn State situation as best as we possibly can. Uh, If you're worried about what this means for the podcast, don't worry about it right now. That's uh, far from the the list of concerns that you can have moving forward. Uh, For right now, I'm still here. We're going to talk some Penn State, and we do have some ideas to keep the conversation going. But right now, of course, we're going to be covering this story as best and as thoroughly as we possibly can. We'll try to bring in some guests from now, uh, every now and then. And of course, I'll always have some feedback and some input from my point of view. And I will look forward to sharing that with you moving forward. But we do have a lot more conversation to get into with this particular story continuing in this podcast. I want to know what is going to happen now. What is the situation for Penn State and other teams around the Big Ten now that we know that there's going to be no fall football? We're going to talk about that in just a minute. So there will be no Big Ten college football this fall, but what happens now? What happens with all of these teams that had begun their training camps and getting ready for the upcoming season, which they thought was going to be starting in just a matter of weeks? Well, it's going to vary by school, I'm sure, including at Penn State. But I would imagine that the football program will still remain relatively active. It's just a matter of what exactly does that mean for the fall? Assuming that you still have players on campus because they're still coming back to school, as are other students. Uh, at each university. Uh, And every school, again, will have different protocols for exactly how they're handling their fall semesters. But if schools are still open, students are still coming back, football players are still on campus, The facilities, are they still open to players? It does sound like that's going to be the case, at least at Ohio State, and I'm sure this is going to be pretty similar throughout the conference. I'm sure the facilities will still be open for all the players to go to. But what exactly happens now? What is James Franklin's job now that there is no fall to prepare for? Well, if they are going to be playing in the spring, then you can use the fall semester sort of as your spring semester, I suppose. In the fact that now, instead of spring football practices, maybe you get football, fall football practices. It's a little bit of a different idea, of course. It certainly uh, leaves a little bit to be desired, and maybe there's still some fine-tuning with what exactly needs to happen. I was actually stunned when I heard Wisconsin Athletics Director and former Wisconsin football coach Barry Alvarez on the Big Ten Network, um, one of the many guests that the Big Ten Network had for their live coverage on Tuesday afternoon, One of the things that Barry Alvarez said is that Big Ten teams will still be able to practice 20 hours during the week. I can't imagine any Big Ten team is going to put in a full 20 hours of practice, football practice, during the fall semester uh, because that's just insane. If you don't have practices or if you don't have games to practice for, there's no way you're going to have 20 hour practice weeks throughout the Big Ten. Now, maybe some schools will have more practice hours than others. Uh, and certainly, uh, I guess you don't want to completely rule out the entire idea of potentially keeping players in shape and all that good stuff. But it just doesn't seem like that is an idea that is going to be followed through on anywhere around the Big Ten. Yes, the possibility is there. You can still have your 20-hour maximum, but just as other schools in other conferences will be doing if they are continuing to play football. So I guess in terms of keeping whatever competitive advantage you can during this trying time. I guess, you know, why not allow for that? But I just I can't imagine anybody's going to be putting in 20-hour practice weeks during a fall where there will be no football. But if you operate the fall kind of like your spring, where you have a certain number of practices that you can still go through, and keep in mind, a lot of these Big Ten schools didn't have their spring football practices, or they didn't have a full practice schedule. Penn State had just gotten started with fall uh, spring practices when things shut down. Uh, so you know, maybe you go through the fall with kind of a spring mentality. Maybe you put together a fall spring practice if that's allowed. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. The Big Ten is shutting down competition and championships, but the store the doors could still be open for maybe a spring game atmosphere in the fall. <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm just saying. All options are probably still on the table. There's still a lot of questions that are going to have to be addressed, including what exactly happens next for Penn State. Interesting transition since we just mentioned Barry Alvarez of Wisconsin. Right now, Penn State's next scheduled game is September 4th, 2021 against Wisconsin in Madison. Now, again, if the spring football schedule is something that is actually going to exist, that obviously changes things. But it's got a, going to be a while before Penn State's next currently scheduled game is played, and Penn State's next home game isn't until the following week <laughs> against, uh, I forget who actually is scheduled to be coming in. I think it's Ball State, if I remember correctly, the week two opponent in 2021, which leads into the big non-conference matchup against Auburn, but you know we've got a long way to go before we start breaking down the 2021 season. We don't even know if any changes to the next fall are going to be happening in light of what's potentially going to be tried in the spring so lots of questions still to address from the Big Ten from Penn State we don't know exactly what's going to happen now if you ask Urban Meyer as the Big Ten Network did there's no chance that there's going to be spring football and I kind of inclined to agree with Urban Meyer there Urban Meyer was asked what his thoughts were on the Big Ten conducting football in the spring and he said no chance it'll happen I'm of the mindset that it's fall or bust for a lot of conferences, and I think one of them would be the Big Ten. Now, let's say things are different in the spring. Things are looking better. Do you still want to go out and put together whatever football season you can in the spring? Keep in mind, in the Big Ten, weather around the springtime is not all that great around this conference. So I don't know if that's necessarily uh, the ideal uh, scenario in play here and i don't think anything about this is ideal to be honest with you uh but i do think that spring football in the in the big 10 probably not going to happen but not necessarily because of the pandemic i just think logistically it's a little bit of a nightmare and especially if you're worried about health and safety of your players going through a spring football schedule with actual games and then coming back how many months later and playing a fall schedule doesn't seem very practical to me that's why i think you'll probably still get your typical spring football practices the way that you're accustomed to having in the springtime around the big ten that doesn't mean that other conferences won't try to do something although i'll believe that when i see it as well i just don't think spring football is going to be one of those sports that is actually going to be a thing i think you can probably do it with other sports obviously there's gonna be a lot of uh revenue issues that different schools are gonna to have to worry about because if you're trying to fund all these fall programs that are moving to the spring in on top of your existing spring sports. That's a lot to ask for, especially in a year where so much revenue has been lost. So as far as spring football is concerned, I don't see it happening, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So what else does this mean for Penn State and around the Big Ten? What does it mean for recruiting? If football is played in the spring, how's Penn State's roster going to look? Well, Those are questions we're going to dive into later on in a future episode, because there's a lot of ground to cover there, and I do think that we are best served by bringing in somebody who's a little bit closer to the recruiting scene to see how this is all going to play out as far as Penn State's recruiting is concerned for the class of 2021. As for if football is played in the spring, what will Penn State look like? Well, Micah Parsons has already opted out. I would imagine that tight end Pat Frymuth would be one of the players who would not be available for the spring, so already... The prospects of a Penn State 2021 spring team compared to what it could have been in the fall doesn't look quite as rosy as I'm looking at it just at a first glance, gut instinct, instant reaction in the heat of the moment. I just don't think it would be as promising in the spring as it could have been in the fall. But what if Penn State does play in the fall? I know we're opening that door. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Following the announcement that the Big Ten was going to postpone all fall seasons, including football, came the announcement from the Pac-12 that they are also canceling all their fall sports, including their football season. Not totally unexpected. It seems as though the Big Ten and the Pac-12 were the most likely partners in any announcement of this nature moving forward. Because if you go back a few weeks ago or however months ago it was at this point, the Big Ten came out and announced that they were going conference only with their schedule. And that was shortly followed up by the announcement from the Pac-12 that they were doing the same. Whereas the ACC, Big 12 and the SEC took a little bit longer to come to a resolution for what they were going to do with their conference scheduling or conference scheduling options. And that, once again, seems to be the case because the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have come out. They've made their decisions about what they're going to do for this fall or rather what they're not going to be doing this fall. And now we're already seeing from the other three conferences that there isn't quite as much uh, urgency to jump into the same category as what the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are currently in. The ACC actually just put out an announcement as I'm recording this saying that they are pretty much going forward with the status quo, still evaluating everything from their health and medical experts as they continue to decide whether or not there should be any additional changes to what the ACC is going to be doing this season. ACC is going to a 10-game conference schedule. It does include Notre Dame as a conference member, and they allow ACC schools to play one additional non-conference game As long as that non-conference opponent resides in the same state as the ACC school. And that's kind of interesting because now we're also seeing headlines around the Big Ten as we've been seeing the last couple of days about the possibility of a Big Ten member going out and still playing football, maybe accumulating whatever kind of schedule from the scrap heap that they possibly can at this late point in time. Uh, and there's there's interesting discussions that could be had here. Now, Nebraska head coach Scott Frost has been very adamant that he and Nebraska are going to do everything they can to explore all their options to potentially play. Obviously, you're not going to be playing a Big Ten schedule, but Big Ten hasn't necessarily slammed the door shut on potentially putting together any kind of a football schedule if any team decides to do so. In fact, uh, Kevin Warren, commissioner of the Big Ten, when asked about this on the Big Ten Network, was very reluctant to say, whether or not that he was going to allow for that or not allow for that. And that's going to be one of those questions that I still think is addressed. I do think the Big Ten would allow schools to go out and try to put a season together. And that's not an unprecedented decision at this point in time. As we've seen around some of those FCS conferences, schools may not be able to play in their full conference schedule this year. But the CAA, for example, said that we're not going to be playing football. Or as a conference, but if you want to go out and schedule whatever games you can, you are more than free to do so. James Madison attempted to do that. Uh, They just recently decided that it's not going to work out, and they decided that they're going to put their football season on the shelf. So uh, the decision to uh, allow conference members to go out and try to play football, not unprecedented. I don't know if that's going to be the case for the Big Ten, but it does seem as though there's a lot of interest around the conference in potentially doing that. Again, Nebraska has been one of the uh, schools at the forefront of that discussion. Ohio State has certainly made no secret that they would really like to play this season. And I got to say, I don't blame them because as good as that team is, they've got a chance to win a national championship. Why would you not want to go out and play? If other schools are going to be playing, why not try to create an opportunity where you can go out and and potentially win a national championship. That's what a lot of these players are playing for, especially at Ohio State. They haven't been hit by any uh, major opt-outs at this point in time. Uh, We'll see if that changes, although I guess it doesn't really matter now if they're not playing in the fall. But I do think that Ohio State is certainly a school that would be very interesting to see go out and put together a schedule. Nebraska, very much the same boat. And Nebraska actually probably would have a lot of really good scheduling opportunities because the Big 12 has that option out there for them obviously nebraska formerly of the big 12 on uh, the big 12 format as of now is they're going to play their regular conference schedule basically and they're allowing big 12 schools to go out and schedule a non-conference game and some schools have uh, and some schools uh, I, I don't know exactly what the the scheduling situation is for every school in the big 12 but i do know that if the option to pick up a game against nebraska is on the table I think there will be some interested parties. (laughs) I think that that would be pretty fun to see, too. If Nebraska is going to go rogue and and play some games this year, I think they could easily, well, maybe not easily, but they could very well reunite with some of their old Big 12 conference brethren uh, from yesteryear, which would be pretty cool. I I think if you get a Nebraska-Oklahoma game this year, hey, I'm all for it. Nebraska-Texas, sign me up. Now, I do think that uh, there are some limitations because Big 12 teams can only schedule, I believe, one additional game. I don't know if that was official or not. I may be mistaken. Uh, I don't know if there's a chance to go for 12 games, but uh, it seems like that's kind of uh, in motion right now. But if every school in the Big 12 can only play one non-conference game and a bunch of teams from that Big 12 decide to call to Nebraska to schedule some games, because Nebraska's got some vacancies right now, uh, that would be pretty interesting. Ohio State very much in the same situation. They could easily schedule some games. People would love to have a chance to play Ohio State. And you know I don't know exactly what the situation is uh, with um, some of these other schools out there. Obviously, the ACC is not going to be on the table for any other team in the Big Ten, except for Penn State. Now, here's the interesting thing. If Penn State were to be one of these teams that decides to go rogue and, and put together a scrap heap schedule uh, in these coming weeks... They could do it and they could have some options. And let's start in the ACC because the ACC, like I said, ACC teams can play one non-conference game as long as that opponent resides in the same state as that ACC school. Well, Pitt is an ACC school and they just so happen to have some vacancies in their non-conference scheduling because their game against Miami, Ohio was taken off the pile uh, because the MAC shut down their conference football uh, action for this year. So Pitt lost a non-conference opportunity, their only one that they had left why not fill that in with penn state if you look around the state of pennsylvania Pitt does have options penn state or temple or if they wanted to play an fcs team that is still active that would be an option as well but those are your only options if you're pit at this point in time so that's pretty interesting right you know, would you be up for that would you be up for another penn state Pitt game just after we thought the conclusion of that rivalry had been concluded for four years Uh, I'd I'd be very interested to see how that negotiation would go, by the way, (laughs) because Penn State did just host the last game. And I'm sure Pitt, if they're going to make that demand, uh, they would love to get that home game. Uh, Doesn't really matter because you're not going to have fans in the stands anyway. But uh, that's probably not going to happen if we're being realistic. But Penn State still could have an option maybe to play Temple. Temple's got some vacancies on their schedule after losing some games uh, from other conference decisions. And that's assuming that the American Athletic Conference decides to continue moving forward. No guarantee that that's going to happen yet, but uh, you know, Penn State could be a team that could be interested in pursuing some chance to play football. I don't know logistically how it all happens, but I think if Penn State puts the Flyers out there that they are interested in playing some football this year, they would have some takers. I don't know how many, but if you look around, like I said, Pitt would be an option. I'm sure Temple could be an option as well uh navy navy's got a lot of vacancies right now look at some of those independent schools too army byu they are hit hard with all these conference decisions about conference scheduling conference only scheduling or just completely wiping off the the books entirely so there are options there and you could still play some teams in the big 10 you could play ohio state you could play nebraska you could play michigan if these schools were to uh pursue a chance to play football and You know, to me, honestly, if you had those four teams, Nebraska, Ohio State, and Michigan and Penn State all decide, hey, we're going to play football anyway, we'll do it outside of the Big Ten, Uh, we'll be relatively independent, but you've signed those four teams up, you can play the games that you already had scheduled this year, you would have to add Nebraska and Michigan, but you know, Penn State was already going to play Ohio State, they were already going to play Michigan, they were already going to play Nebraska, you can keep those games on the books, and and who wouldn't want to see Penn State Ohio State this year? These are two really good teams, and of course we want to see that game. Obviously, we want to see that game with fans in the stands, but that's not going to happen this year. But if you are going to have some teams in the Big Ten, go rogue and Penn State is one of them. Why not play against some of these other Big Ten teams that could potentially do that? I I, I think we might be talking a little bit about an unrealistic scenario. I don't think this will actually happen, but it's fun to talk about right now because, hey, we need something fun to talk about. And that's an idea I think we're going to explore a little bit in our next podcast. Let's put together the ultimate scrap heap schedule for Penn State in 2020. Let me know what games you would want to see at this late point in time on Penn State's schedule. There are plenty of fun options out there. Penn State, BYU, I'd be up for that. You could go up against the service academies. Air Force is going to try playing independent this year. So uh, there are some options there. And I think it would be pretty fun to put together. It would be kind of like creating a custom schedule in NCAA football, the video game. And you know taking Penn State out of the conference and putting together your independent schedule. Hey, some people have been clamoring for this for years. This may be the opportunity. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode. Guys, I thank you so much for tuning in to this particular podcast because I know there's a lot of ground to cover and there's still a lot more we can dive into. This story will continue to evolve. There will be so many more developments to come, I am sure, not only within the Big Ten, but from around the country and, of course, in particular with Penn State. And we're going to try and stay on top of it as much as we possibly can. So come back in our next podcast. I'm sure a lot of stuff will have come out about where we are heading right now with the college football season. Obviously, Big Ten is done for now, but that doesn't mean that we won't have stuff to react to moving forward. So when news does break, We'll talk about it right here on the podcast. We're still going strong. Don't you worry about that. We're not going anywhere. Uh, But do thank you guys for your support of the show. And if you're enjoying this show and you want to hear more of this conversation moving forward, make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you may be using to listen to this right now. And then go ahead and make sure you leave a rating and a review. Your feedback is greatly appreciated and it does help with the growth of our podcast across those various podcasting apps. So whatever you use to listen to this, uh, make sure you hit the subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. You can also reach out to us at any time on any of our social media outlets. We are on Facebook, Twitter, instagram and on twitch using the username locked on Nitney. i'm kevin mcguire you can give me a follow on twitter at kevin on cfb and don't forget to check out my patreon page at patreon.com slash kevin mcguire and of course you can also check out my continuing college football and penn state coverage over on athlonsports.com i uh promise you we'll have some stuff to talk about there so don't worry about that we'll keep things coming up your way over on Athlon Sports now tell your smart device to play the Locked On Big Ten podcast because I'm sure they're going to have some great continuing coverage of this major story around the Big Ten and until next time everybody go on and know today as hard as it may be to do that right now just do it go on and know today find a reason to smile and we'll be back to talk to you very soon thanks for listening I'll talk to you later